Time to step into the squared circle where the only thing that makes you holler is a dollar. Wow. Chris Sims has roared back Roar. and it has gotten close. I looked at the standings and went, oh crap, it's time to get my game face on. I have completely changed my strategy uh, for betting. Uh, in 2014, this team does this on grass, and then in 2015, when they go to turf, uh, they did this. <laughs> It's funny that a few weeks ago, he was like, wow, this is good information. And now he's going, hey, nerd, what happened five years ago doesn't matter. What was the squared circle thing? That confused me there. You've never heard of the phrase the squared circle? I don't think I That's what they called the wrestling ring back in the day. Oh, is that right? And Stone Cold Steve Austin will face Undertaker in the squared circle. It's hard to compare this to a wrestling ring when we're sitting at a table shaped like a fidget spinner. Yeah, Yeah. you're right. That's what it is. It is a fidget spinner. Oh, no, that's what Lefko, when we were designing this room, he (laughs) literally drew a fidget spinner and said, I want the table to look like this. And now here we are. It's not an homage to fidget spinners. It it is a fidget spinner. But I just found if three people were going to talk to each other, this shaped table is very comfortable to talk at. It's nice to have the indent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice yeah, I'm close to you, hands but I'm wanted. far away from right, you. Right, right. No, so I I am going a lot more off of your gut. Not as much gut, but more your eye, your gut. You watch football, trust it. Yeah, yeah, that's All what right. you're doing. All right. right, so let's see how how close Sims is to me now. All right, guys. where were we before the yeah. week? When so I'm going to give you the whole deal. When the sun's in a lunar here. eclipse, the Dolphins don't play good. <laughs> When those things are right, though, it feels really accurate. I actually very much enjoy listening to it because yeah. there are some little bits and pieces. You so can I, I, I'm going to have it, but I'm not. I'm telling you that I didn't base my picks off it like I normally do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so coming into coming into week seven last week, Sims, you were at minus one thousand and sixty bleacher bucks. Lefko was at uh, minus four hundred and fifty bleacher bucks. So I had a solid seven hundred dollar gap. A solid lead. Uh, coming into this week. The gap is close. Sims, you are at minus 610. Lefko, you are at minus 600. Woo! So it is, a, it is a $10 gap. Last week, Sims, you made 450. Lefko, you lost 150. Uh, Sims, your record last week was 7, 6, and 1. Lefko, your record last week was 6, 7, and 1. Ah. Bringing the records to the season. Yeah, who's uh, got the better record? Yeah, so for the whole season, Sims, you are 49, 54, and 3. And Lefko is 51, 52, and 3. All right. So All that's right. where we're at. So again... The only thing but that we really care about. But your big money bets the last two weeks have, have paid off, right? Yeah, you, you hit, hit uh, the Patriots last week, right. which you bet six hundred on. And yep. What did he bet the week before? What I was know. your big bet? I then? can't remember uh, what the it week was. Before, I think it was the Niners. It was the Niners plus Monday nine night and a half. football against the Packers. You're right, exactly right. And that was what plus five or six hundred. Uh, that was a five hundred bleacher buck bet. So that was a, that's a thousand dollars going right to you the last two weeks. Thank you. Now, very and much. you had your other your other big bet last week was the 49ers for two hundred. Did not hit that one, but the, yeah, the six hundred dollars on the Patriots. Bethard, man. That's all I can say. Bethard, man. That's all I can say. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll talk about that. But yeah, I do think like Kyle actually might have to the first time ever manage his quarterback this week. Mm. Like just be like, don't I can't let him F this game up. Damn. 
Yeah, I look at my bets, and I, I, I look at my bets last week. Dallas missing that field goal and going to overtime killed me. That Ooh. was a $150 yep. bet. The Chargers not beating the Tennessee Titans by 30, which they seem to be on pace to do, right. and letting that last touchdown, that was another 150. Those were killers. Yeah, that's killer. Those I mean, the killers. NFL screwed you out of the Cowboys game. A referee. It, you know, I'm telling you, it, it, when you lose money and there's a call like that, the first thing you want to do is go, this game's rigged. This game's rigged. <laughs> the NFL listens to the podcast? No, they knew? I don't They're think not, so. Not, not the NFL, though. Uh, ready to pick some games here? By the way, yeah, I'm rocking a cafe mocha. Hey, I'm right drinking now. a hot chocolate right now. Wow, so I was I got, wondering. I got a half hot chocolate coffee. I'm this. It, I'm such a better mood already, just yeah. because of liquid. Oh, warm liquid. That's yeah. good. And my tattoos are healing. Oh, okay, it's good. Okay, first game of the week, Thursday night football. The four and three Miami Dolphins on the road visiting. Oh, by the, the way, Sims went five and zero and guaranteed to lose last week. He did. Yeah, and you went two and two and left goes locks. Yeah, but five and zero. Five and zero. Good job. Nice. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. So hitters. on the season, you're 24 and 10. Ooh, still not happy with that. Nah, I'm going five and zero this week. Okay, you go to five and zero. You're working at that's almost like a 30 to 10. Yeah, that's a three to one. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's where we need to be. Yeah. That's- okay. First game of the week, Thursday night football. Miami Dolphins four and three on the road visiting the four and three Houston Texans. Spread in this game, guys, is Houston minus seven and a half. And for every game today, we have decided. We're going to Sims first. Yes, because if you go to me first, then I talk twice, and then it's too much Lefko, not enough Sims. Sims, take it away. I know my weaknesses. <laughs> That's good. Way to sell Scout. Um, interesting game. Thursday night, Brocktober. Okay. It's Everyone back. loves saying Brocktober. I don't know why. I, I, I do like saying it. I don't even know why. I'm not even in love with Brock Osweiler, but I like saying Brocktober. It is fun to it's say. The other good. show that he does, Brocktober, gets thrown around a lot. Right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Everyone's that says other show. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Um, either way, okay, so I look at it like this. The Houston Texans are certainly on a rise as a football team right now, but at the same time, I think we're overdoing the fact that they're on the rise of a football team. And let's look what they've done the last few weeks, right? One by three against the Cowboys. You know, Buffalo Bills, ugly game there, right? Nathan Peterman throws a pick six. You know, they win the first game of their four-game winning streak because Reich decided to go for it on his own 40-yard line on fourth and one. So, again, I'm not going to jump on this bandwagon that, like, Houston's back. They're going in the right direction. The thing I like about the Texans is the run game is coming there. I've liked what I've seen in pass protection the last two weeks, where that was my biggest concern. And Jacksonville never really got close to Deshaun mm. throughout the game last week. But I thought this offensive line was abysmal. I know. It's, it's been better. I don't know what else to tell you there. Hey. So it, it's at least ma- they're managing it, and they're not letting it ruin the football game. Gotcha. The defense is where I'm encouraged, because the defense is starting to show signs of being able to totally shut teams down. We've talked about it during the week. Like Whitney Merciless looked as good as he's looked in about a year and a half last week against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Clowney's back. Also, we got to play this into the fact here, okay? The Houston Texans, Brock Osweiler, they don't like him. They don't. Yes. I mean, Bill O'Brien wanted to beat Brock Osweiler up in the locker room. I mean, he wanted to fight him, and they wanted to get after it. Are you being serious? Dead serious. Yeah, that's definite. Yes. Hold on. So you're telling me, was this after a game? You remember this. The Titans game, there was an altercation when they were kind of telling him he had to go back in the game, the last game of the year, because Savage, remember they started Savage, and then he got that concussion? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you're just forgetting about this. Well, because it was a meaningless game where none of those teams did anything. But I remember Tom Savage laying on the turf looking like Joe Flacco after that hit from Kiko Alonso. Exactly right. Wait, so he got into a fight? Yeah, with Billy O. Yes. 
in the in the locker room. So that's always. I mean, kinda... I know that they traded Brock Osweiler to the Browns and gave away a second round pick just to get him out of town. That's like an amazing thing. Plus, yes. when you hear Jadavion Clowney say things like, "Hey, we all know defensive players want to hit the quarterback, but when they come out and like or go, I can't wait to hit Brock." That just tells you they didn't like him either. Okay, so I look at that. Then the other thing that's kind of Are you worried about Brock on Thursday night? They're gonna try to whoop his ass. I could tell you that much. <laughs> They're gonna go look at that tall drink of water over there. We are gonna chop him in the fucking half. Okay, <laughs> but then the other thing you got to think about this too, which is, this is where the matchup gets a little personal. Osweiler's Gase's guy. They were together in Denver, mm. right? Now he's there. He's been mm. playing better. I will say that. Mm. So uh, I think he will have a few tricks up a sleeve. I love when you go both ways and we don't know which one you're going to pick and the game happened last night. I'm I, so excited. So, okay. I'm going $100 <gasps> on the Miami Dolphins. Ah. Don't feel incredibly confident about this. What are you laughing at? Just you, like, doing the dolphin movement but not making the noise. What's that little flipper? Oh, it's a little too... To swim through the channels to get to Houston, you can do it. Um, but yes, I'm taking that. What there was one other thing I want to say. Oh, the, the things I I look for that concerns me. The Dolphins. I mean, their run defense pitiful, pitiful. And I Lamar mean, Miller kind of got off last week. Well, yeah, that and then the Dolphins pass rush has been disappointing. So there's two things where I look at and go, man, they could have had the advantage here and they don't. So that's why I'm going Dolphins. $100. I can't believe you're putting $100 Yeah, I probably game. shouldn't have, but I had. you know how I do my formula? I pick the games first. Oh, yeah, what was your final score? 20 to 16 Texans. Gotcha. Yeah. I have $10 on the Dolphins. Uh, this game completely scares me. Yeah. Uh, there are so many guys out for the Texans. Kiki Kati, Ryan Griffin, Zach Fulton, Brian Peters, Aaron Colvin, Sharice Wright, Andre Howe, all out. Yeah. I, Howe I, hurts. That's the one that I look at that go, ugh. Look, the the Texans have won four games in a row. During that span, they're two and two against the spread. They're horrible on Thursday nights. One and six straight up and against the spread the last few years. They haven't beaten a spread at home this season. But you look at the Dolphins, like they're they're one and seven all time against the Texans. Like all the things are bad, but like the Dolphins have Brock Osweiler and Albert Wilson and Kenny Stills are hurt, and I feel like it's all about Kenyon Drake breaking a run for a long game. Right, like that's what like. But yeah. at the same point, seven and a half for the Texans. No one should be favored that much. I feel the same way about that as I did about the Giants when they were favored by a lot over the Giants, and the Giants won outright. Right. Um, but you know, it's it's also Deshaun Watson taking a bus back to Houston, then playing a game in four days. Yeah. So I think it's a lot of points, but I think the Texans win this game. Yeah. But I think it's close. Yeah. Just like Texans-Cowboys. Right. Really close. I, I, but I'm only doing $10. I think you're a sicko for putting Well, I always just put 100 on everything, okay? I don't do $10 bets. I'm a baller. I'm rubber band man, wilder than the Taliban. Nine in my right, 45, 45 in, in the other, other hand. hand. Yes, that's what I am. So I don't do little $10. <laughs> Keep your shanties. Odds that Josh knew what that was from. Oh, no, nothing. Zero. Yeah, I was going to go 11 to 1. No, like. uh, way higher than that. Uh, you were to that was TI. Okay. Yes. Thanks, for, thanks for educating you me. King of the song. South. Rubber band, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah he has no yeah, idea. I totally remember that. King, uh, King is one of the greatest albums ever. Oh, that? Urban Legend? Oh, yeah. Man, love that. TI's my man. London? You guys ready? You sound like you have a London. 9.30 a.m. on Sunday morning, the 3-4 and four Philadelphia Eagles and the 3-4 and four Jacksonville Jaguars what a in game. London. What a game. Spread in this game, Philadelphia minus three. And guys, I'm going to be prepared this week with weather for every outdoor game. 
and the indoor games. If you guys are just curious about what's going on in the cities where they have domes. I'd like to know that. Weather in Wembley uh, is going to be on Sunday, 41 degrees. Nope, that's Saturday. I told you I was going to be prepared, and I'm not prepared. Sunday, it is going to be Sunday, uh, sunny and a high of 51 Winds out of the northeast, 17 miles per hour. Oh, northeast. northeast. Ooh. That's yeah, cheeky. How do you think that That's affects cheeky weather. the Eagles? Jake <laughs> Elliott, Big he's, time. he's had issues kicking into northeast winds. Jaguars right? may have an advantage not being a winged animal, not relying Very on the true. Wind. Oh, Very yeah. true. All right, Sims, take it away. Okay. All right. So my big thing is this. If you're the Philadelphia Eagles. I guess I could do injuries first. Yeah, go ahead. You okay, I'll do, do injuries first. <laughs> No, I just I wasn't yeah, going to do transfers. Go All right, so injuries first. Uh, Darren Sproles still sidelined in practice. Wentz, Peters, and Lane Johnson were limited on Wednesday. We know that Fournette's out. DJ Hayden still sidelined. Some of the guys that were limited on Wednesday: Calais Campbell and AJ Bouye. So I, just the, still the big thing with the Jaguars is Blake Bortles is starting. Leonard Fournette's not playing again. Yeah, and he'll be back in two weeks. Right, and Carlos Hyde. Can he do something this week to help them out? That That'll will be, be the interesting thing to watch. Be. Right, you guys have the best. Or certainly one of the best run defenses yes, in football. definitely in the top five. Yeah, so I look at that. All right, so my big thing is this. Um, the Eagles, they really, need only, for my money, need to be worried about one thing in this football game. They should win this football game in my eyes. Mm-hmm. It's they, they, they're, they're both about... Number two in the NFL. Number two in the NFL, me on the Saints. In run defense, you get yep. it. So, so the thing I look at for the Eagles is go, one thing matters in this game, and you'll win the football game. Don't let the Jaguars' defense win the game. Don't Carson Wentz. Don't stand there for seven seconds like he did at the end of the game last week and try think you're going to sit there in the pocket like magic crap ain't going to happen against Jacksonville. Don't play that type of game. Plus, Jacksonville's not going to be scared of the receivers of the Philadelphia Eagles. I think this is a total slugfest type of football game. I mean, the weakness of the Eagles' defense is their pasty. Guess who they're playing? A team that can't throw it. So that doesn't matter, okay? The weakness of the Jags D is still their run D. And I don't have a ton of confidence in your run O at this point. I think that's better than what people realize. I think it's better than what the Eagles realize. I just wish they would run more. That's my big thing there. So if you're the Philadelphia Eagles, don't be afraid to win ugly. I'm going $100 on the Philadelphia Eagles. And I think they're going to win this game 20 to 13. Don't be afraid to win ugly, Philly. That's stay way above. Stay high up in the air. Jaguar will eat you, Mr. Eagle. Stay up there. Don't come down. Okay. Okay. I what have, did I say the score was going to be? I don't know what you say. I oh, don't even fucking listen. So I'm so rude. 20 to 13. Thank you. Rude. I have my score as 21 to 20. Okay. I'm putting $10 on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Woo! Here's what I need everyone to understand right now. I have such a bead on the Eagles that it's not even okay. Right. I know exactly who this team is. They are so much better than the Jaguars, and it's going to feel that way the entire game. But there is something about the Jaguars in London that I do not feel comfortable betting on. I want you to know that I say it the last two London weeks, and it's been true. The favorites won both games. 17-5-1 now, but the, the, the favorite did not cover the spread. Right. The Jaguars have been an underdog in three straight London games. And not only have they covered, they've won outright. Last year, there was nothing I was more confident than the Baltimore Ravens 
having destroyed two teams in having 10 turnovers in the first two weeks and going and playing Blake Bortles in London. Sure. And Bortles won 44 to 7 and threw four touchdowns and no interceptions. Yeah. It is a different Calm team. Down. Though. It was the defense that gave him the ball short I know, fields. I he know. Did, no, I'm just saying. It, it was that. Yeah, but they also yeah. had three touchdowns to Mercedes yeah. Lewis. Oh, no, I know. Not I on know. the team anymore. Alan Hearns has been big for the last three years. Not on the team anymore. Alan Robinson was big. Not on the team anymore. That's one thing. But what I keep thinking about is what you said. The Eagles try to just outmuscle you. That's how they've played these games. Yeah. It's Alshon Jeffrey on deep comebacks. It's Zach Ertz on slants. Literally routes that are, we're bigger than you, we're stronger than you, and we're going to make it move. You know what I haven't seen from the Eagles last few weeks? A deep ball touchdown. Haven't seen one. Yeah, I'm I don't think you've had one since the Titans game, right? I'm watching long drives yeah. that are 10-12 plays. So much work. That are field goals or touchdowns at the end. Yeah. I don't like that against Jacksonville. That's what Jacksonville loves. Sometimes they give up the big play. I think that this is an absolute slugfest. And I think the Jaguars, for some reason, might even have the lead here because of what you said. I do think Carson Wentz is going to hold the ball in too long. I don't think the running backs are going to get to the outside against this team. Mm -hmm. I think that special teams are going to play a role in this game. I really don't like this game at all. But I do know that both teams feel disrespected. And that's why I know that this isn't going to be a game that the Eagles kind of let slip away. I think it's a one-point Eagles win, but I do not think it's a cover. But I do think that we are going to have a few Blake Bortles passes. I think we're going to see a DJ Chark pass that gets deep. I think the, the Jaguars are the team that gets the big plays, and the Eagles are the team that maintains the long drive. But I think in the end they win. And I, I, but I think it's really close. I agree. I agree. I'm really, yeah, I picked a 20 to 13 game. I think it's going to be like a 17 13 late field goal, make Jacksonville score. Yeah. Yep. All right, guys, moving on to the one o'clock games on Sunday, the three I hope and I'm four. Wrong. I just don't think I am with this team. I think Lefko and I are doing mimosas Sunday morning. Mimosas? And, yeah, uh, in the nice. office. Because yeah. we're going to be here for the game at 9.30 a.m. Oh, Check nice us out at Sims and Lefko. Dude, you are more than welcome to come in for any week. It's our first year that we haven't watched games together. I know. It's feeling a little lonely. Yeah, I hear you. It's weird. We should also come up there. But one I, week. I have I have work. When you have work this weekend? Yeah, I do. What do you mean? I'm on the pregame for Sunday Night Football. Oh, you're on the pregame this week? I am. I didn't know that. Yes, now you do. So you're doing New Orleans, Minnesota. I am. All right, so I'll watch you Sunday night. Hey, wow. thanks for watching me, man. Yeah. Now the whole country gets to hear you say that Drew Brees is one of the top 12 quarterbacks in the history of the NFL. Oh, wait till they hear Michael Thomas. And I just still can't believe Cam Jordan went the whole dad angle on me. Yeah. Like, come on. I mean, his dad played in the NFL, too. Like, wait, really? Mm. Like, that's, that's... Maybe he was deflecting because he's self-conscious. Well, does he know how with... much we stick up for him? We'll right. get him here one time. We'll talk it out. Yeah. We'll that, do it. That's we'll do messed it together. Up. That's just a cheap shot. Listen, All right, guys. Man, they're very defensive athletes. Yeah. One o'clock slate on Sunday. First game is the... The three and four Denver Broncos on the road visiting the six and one Kansas City Chiefs. Spread in this game, Kansas City minus ten, and the weather in Kansas City, Missouri on Sunday. Uh, 63 is the high, 40 is the low, mostly sunny. Winds coming out of the northwest, 16 miles an hour. Ooh. Mm. Just North- something to keep in mind. Yep. All right, here are the injuries. injuries. Uh, for the Broncos, the away team, Royce Freeman missed Wednesday's practice with an ankle injury. The other people that missed, Jared. Jared Valdier again, yep. like third or fourth week in a row. Right. Shane Ray, Darian Stewart. 
excuse me, did not practice. Hot chocolate hit me in the gut. Darian Stewart, the safety neck injury. Okay. Chiefs, the only three players who didn't practice in full are the three key starters that have been missing, which is Eric Berry, Justin Houston, Mitch Morse. Okay. So those guys missed last week as well. Is there well. any update with Houston or, or Mitch Morse or how close they are? Houston hamstring, Mitch Morse concussion. No. I could see Mitch Morse maybe coming back this week. Yeah, no, I can't believe it. I haven't heard about Eric Berry. I mean, how much longer is this going to go on with this heel thing? Remember that heel thing? They came out that story a few weeks ago that it's a degenerative heel. Oh, jeez. So. Eric Berry is one of those guys that, when he comes back, it truly is an appreciation for how hard that dude battles. Yeah, back. seriously, is cancer, he... heel injuries, like yeah. it's it's Achilles. nonstop. Yeah, that's the yeah. tour last year. Um, okay, so I hear you there. All right, uh, I, I think. Listen, and the Chiefs are favored by ten. Yes. Oh. It, yeah, that's a lot of points. Uh, especially, I'll, I'll say this. I mean, the the Broncos match up well with the Chiefs. Okay, I just look at it like that. The Broncos have pass rushers. That's come alive a little bit. They have good pass coverage. They got guys that certainly can hold their own when they need to here and there. You know, you're not going to make a living playing man-to-man against Kansas City or your ass is going to be toast. But they can do it on certain plays to be creative and do something different. You know, on the other side of the ball, when I look at, like, the Chiefs, of course their defense is not special. And I think the Broncos are a team that realizes, like, they're in desperation mode right now. This is... Vance Joseph fighting for his life. They had extra days to prepare, got their offense going a little bit last week. Of course, I'm still concerned with Kansas City's defense. Um, I think the thing that concerns me, too, is like Denver, you know, hey, Denver's pass offense, they're not a dink and dunk type offense. They want to throw the ball and be aggressive, too. And that's why Case Keenum could throw an interception here and there and do those type of things. Listen, I think Kansas City wins this game. Um, I don't think Kansas City will be patient enough with their run game just to knock Denver's dick in the dirt, okay, and end the game. That's a technical term. Sounds like it. Yes. and Sounds really gross, too. And I think because of the things I've said, plus the human factor of the Chiefs have played two primetime games two weeks in a row, one they lost, one they won. But either way, those are emotional things, and it is something to be. I think they're not at their best. So I'm going $100 on the Denver Broncos. Wow. I think the Chiefs win the game third, <laughs> but I think the Chiefs win the game thirty to twenty-four, something along those lines. But I think this game's going to stay close for a little while. Mm. I don't think they're going to let it slip away. I just think there'll be too much at the end. Before you go, Lefko, yeah, I have to point this out. Week one, Sims took the Chargers minus three and a half against the Chiefs. Week two, you took Pittsburgh minus four against the Chiefs. Week three, you took San Francisco plus six and a half against the Chiefs. This is amazing. Week four, you took Denver plus four and a half against the Chiefs. Did I miss that one? Uh, no, you hit that one. Was that was the first one you hit. Yeah. Uh, no, you did not. Uh, did they not win by four and a half? I mean, it was really no, they close. They did not cover. They did not cover? So I lost it. Okay. okay yeah. Yep. You're right. right. Um, Keep going. Week five, you took. This is amazing. You took Jacksonville plus three. This is amazing. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati. Weeks, yep. Week six was New, New England. England. I took New England. You, you took New England. Lost that one. And week seven, you took Cincinnati and lost this that one. This is perfect because there is no team in the you NFL. You bet against the Chiefs every week. Yep. There's no team I'm in the down NFL. To hit this week. Yeah. They're 7 and 0 against the spread. Right. You're 0 and 7 betting on the Chiefs. Right. I don't really care about that stat because. No, like, no. He did, he did cover it with the Broncos because. I don't know how we got it at 4.5. We got it at 4.5. It was three and a half. And it was 27 oh, okay. 23. 
We Yo, do these hey, lines listen, on Wednesdays. I was off. I was very close to hitting with the Patriots game, the Broncos game I hit. But I listen, I, I get it. I, I got to bring I wanna, it up. I want to ask you one question. Yes. When the Chiefs played at the Broncos on Monday Night Football, would you say that was nearly a perfect execution for the Broncos in that game to put the Chiefs in a situation where they were down 10 with eight minutes left? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Perfect. Right. In Denver. Right. Denver's arguably the best game they've played all season. Yep. Kansas City not only beat them, they covered and they stole their soul. Sure. Kansas City knows exactly what's going to happen in this game. This is going to be one of my left co locks. I'm putting $100 on Kansas City minus 10. They're 7 and 0 against the spread. They're 11 and 0 against the spread their last 11 games going to last year. Against the AFC West, they're 14 and 1. Right. Against the spread, they're 12 and 3. Man, they all beat the numbers Denver. Tell me you're about to it's about to They beat Denver here. 6 in a row. And they've covered every single time. Man, everything just says this is the time. I thought we weren't doing trends this week. Yeah, but this is one of those where I feel really good about it. Because I look at Kansas City, and what did you just say about Case Keenum? He takes the big shot. Right. What do I want defenses to do against Kansas City when I play them? I want them to go for the big shot. I'm afraid of the teams that can move the ball. I'm afraid of the teams that can put together drives and keep Patrick Mahomes because I'll take the Chiefs in a shootout with the Broncos with a 10-point spread all day because Case Keenum's going to lob it up, and that's when Orlando Skandrick makes the one play. That's the one time that Kendall Fuller makes the one play. Oh, so please you're going to go it up. with those guys now. Now you're going to go, please give it to them. Yeah, you get, you get the matchup advantage on Sutton and Emmanuel and Demarius. Denver sure. has, been, sell, Denver has been hearing all week. Right. Emmanuel Sanders is on the trade block. Demarius Thomas is on the trade block. Roby's on the trade block. They got an overinflated ego from getting two pick sixes against Josh Rosen on a Thursday night football game, and they're coming in here feeling crispy. And they're about to go to Arrowhead, where Patrick Mahomes is about to hang a 45 burger. And the, my prediction for this game: What was your score? 30 to 24. That's great. It's going to be 45 to 10, Chiefs. Oh my gosh! Would you bet on it? Hundred. Oh well, that's you're a wuss. I have nothing. You can't come that strong. I got a lot of hot cash coming later, Sims. I Don't mean, worry. You can call me the ATM because so I'm that's spitting a left dollars. Lock and you're only a hundred dollars. That's a fucking weak lock. I don't know what else to tell you. Yeah, it's you know weak. what else is weak it's lock? Weak. Th- that haircut. <laughs> <laughs> we had a couple of people comment on your haircut. Good show. I look good. Right. Let's well, go back and forth. Whoa, big haircut. Whoa, was, big uh, haircut. Was the one that came out. Yeah, uh, no. Let me ask you. Hold on. But you know, I think it plays into the favor that the Broncos have seen this team already. And then know that they can do this. Like I, I also okay. having to play the Rams a few weeks ago, losing a close game to them. I just think it plays into their favor to see some of these high octane offenses and realize that like, man, we had our chances to win these football games. I don't think they win, but I just think they're gonna forty five to ten. You're crazy. Forty five to ten and uh again forty five to ten and I you're wanna, betting a hundred dollars. They played the Rams at home. They lost to the Jets by 18 on the road. They lost by 13 on the road at Baltimore. They're going into Arrowhead. Andy Reid is trying. I feel this is the one thing I want to do. Josh does his bets with his brother, too. Right. What do you think about this game? We haven't talked yet. Okay, but what after listening to us? I I am not going to bet against the Chiefs until they prove to me that I should bet against them. But I mean, he is the Oracle. So. 
You know, no, tough. it's okay. I don't have to be it's right tough. here. We'll see. I'm just I'm going with a little. Do you, would you like to make another twenty dollar bet? Uh, about them covering the spread? Yeah. Sure. You guys want to put it in? Uh, I don't need to shake your hand. I don't know where it's been. You don't want to shake my hand in this case All right, right now. Then pound it. Pound it. Fist me. Okay. Write that down. $20 Real $20 bet. Okay. Yes. Uh, anything really else you want to say about that, that game? Nah, Are we all good? You guys good. want me to hold the 20s this week or nah. we'll do it next hey, week? you're not okay. touching my money. I don't yeah. think he's got money. <laughs> Probably not. All I'm right. the broke ass. Next game on the 1 o'clock slate, the 2-4-1 Cleveland Browns on the road visiting the 3-2-1 Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, a wallet. What are you, an old man? I mean, geez, get a, get a rubber Is band, Lef- man. I thought Lefko was about to give me a 10-5-5. and five I'm five not months. letting you touch oh, my money. Okay, there you go. I'm not letting you touch my uh, Okay, so the Cleveland-Pittsburgh spread, Pittsburgh minus 8.5. And the weather in Pittsburgh on Sunday, high of 49, low of 42, showers, and 9-mile-an-hour winds coming out of the southwest. Showers, huh? Showers, yeah. 40% chance of precipitation. Uh, sunrise, 745 in the morning in Pittsburgh Interesting. On Interesting. Oh, All right, Browns were missing Demarius Randall, Joe Schobert, and J.C. Treader at Wednesday's practice, Demarius Randall being the biggest name there. The only did-not-practice that was injury-related for the Steelers, Marcus Gilbert, uh, was a did-not-practice, uh, and Morgan Burnett for the Steelers, back. Okay. Practicing in full. And again, where in the world is Le'Veon Bell? No one knows. This spread started at seven and it's now up to eight and a half. It's up to eight and a half? Yep. Go for it, Simsy. All right. So uh, I guess the first thing that concerns me is the Browns defense in this matchup, right? The Browns defense has just been getting shredded uh, lately. Pass game, run game, doesn't really matter. It's very concerning to me. You know, the Steelers, I know they're not a great running football team, but at the same time, you have to respect it to a degree. It's not like a kind of run game where you can just go, well, they can't run the ball. We don't ever have to worry about it. No, they can run the ball enough to where you can't just abandon playing run defense altogether. Um, the Steelers' offense, the way they kind of went into the bye, I think was a positive thing. They certainly have their mojo going as far as played Atlanta, put up some big plays. We know that. I know it's Atlanta's defense. But getting a big win in Cincinnati uh, – all those things I liked. I do think also that the the Steelers' defense has been been playing better better football as of late. I don't know if I have enough confidence. And again, I know we have the Todd Haley familiarity matchup and all of that. I just don't know if I have the confidence in the Cleveland Browns' offense to be consistently good. My big thing with the Cleveland Browns, if they want to win this game and keep it really close, it's going to come down to their run game. If they can run the ball with Nick Chubb and kind of control the clock and do that, then they can keep this game somewhat close. I'm not sure if they can totally do that. I think that, again, the Steelers, they're secondary. It's been better lately. I've I've liked what I've seen. You know, again, zones are more sound. They're not a team that wants to live in man, but they've shown the ability to do it just here and there. Um, I think when it all comes said and done to – you know, it's going to piss the, the the Steelers off about the week one tie. They're going to look at that game and watch the film and go, damn, we blew that. Like, there's no way. But either way, eight and a half points was just a hair too much for me. So I'm putting $50 on the Browns here. I picked the Steelers to win the game 28 to 20. And as you'll see here, all my $50 bets are ones that I either either have picked the push to be the spread or I'm like a .5 off. You picked 28 to 20, again, before you saw the spread. 100%. Swear on my kids. Don't, uh, don't do that. I just I get on the train. I start to pick my scores, think yes. about the matchups, and I go, and then I go from there. 
I am also putting $50 on the Browns. So this is a wash for us. Uh, my main thing is just like you, I do not believe the Browns are capable of winning this game. Right. But I do think eight and a half is too much. And I also have a theory. I have a few teams this week that I'm calling my sleepwalkers. Right. These are my teams coming off a bye that I think that they start slow after buys. I'll tell you the other one a little bit later. But the Steelers to me are one. Last five years, they're one and four against the spread coming off a bye. I also think, and tell me if I'm crazy here, I feel like the more emotional coaches, sometimes it takes their teams a little bit more to to kind of get up to form. I think about, you know, the Tomlins of the world, and I feel like he's not that great early in the year. I feel like it takes a little bit of clicking. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I I would, yes. I mean, yeah, yes, I do. I also think the Browns have actually played the Steelers really well the last few years. You look at all those games, not only are they covering covering the spread, you know, they got the tie a little bit earlier. Um, I just think the Steelers are going to start off a little bit rough, and I think the eight and a half could end up being too much. Um, Yeah, and I, I just think it's too many points. Yeah. But I think the Steelers win. Yeah, I do too. The only way I can see simple. it is that, and the Steelers' run defense is pretty good. The only way I could see it is it's just the Browns start manhandling the run game. It's the only way they have a chance, and I just I'm not going to bet on that. All right, guys. Next game on the one o'clock slate here: four and two Washington coming up to visit the one and six New York Giants. Spread in this game is Washington minus one. Weather in New Jersey on Sunday. It's going to be partly cloudy, high of 55, low of 45, 8 mile an hour winds, and a uh, small chance of rain. So just factor that into your predictions. Okay. Was this one of the lines that you looked at and went, what the F? Well, I mean, after I picked the score, I was a little bit like that. But I, I, I can get it. I get it. This is one of those games that everything in my heart made me want to load up on Washington. And then I went, something's not right here. I'm being led into a booby trap. Right. I'm going to lower my bet. I'm going to lead. Uh, honestly, there's a ton of Washington players on the injury report. Uh, they're really banged up right now. But a lot of those guys like Adrian Peterson are just, they're going to rest on Wednesdays the rest of the year. Without question. Uh, Giants was the, uh, Alec Ogletree was the only one that didn't start. Obviously, Snacks traded. Eli Apple traded. I look at this and I was like, you're telling me I just have to pick Washington to win? Uh, but I think I also looked back and realized that Washington um, is like one in four in their last five trips to New York. So it's just one of those divisional games that scares me. I'm putting $100 on Washington just because I think they're the better team. I had this at 200 and I brought it back because I went, what if Odell slips one through and and – it's just a weird game because I don't really have that much faith in Washington, but I know that the Giants should be dead. Yes. Um, I think that's the biggest thing that play. All right, so I'll just get it out of the way, too. I'm going $100 on the the Redskins as well. We need a we need a hail to the Redskins song. I think for the Redskins, I think that's to be. But are you you're you're hail to the Redskins, hail victory. Did you that? also did you also go something about this feels weird without a doubt and. Even I picked the Redskins to win twenty three to thirteen. That's what I'm saying. But I was like, I'm not going to bet more money on Alex Smith and the Redskins up in New York. I'm just not. I don't trust it all the way. So that's what's also me. weirded out. Remember when the Giants were like well, zero and four and they went to Denver, right? And they won that game. And I, I like. I don't know, man. This is like a Giants well, Eli go, win game. It can go either way. So this is where I. This is where the game scares me. My heart of hearts wants to say the Giants aren't going to play very good this week. 
It's finally over. They've realized that the season's over. The, it's over. It's over. The organization is admit, admitting that this week by nah. trading Eli Apple and Damon Snacks Harrison. Did you see Shermer and Eli's quotes today? It's not over. Season's not over, according We're to fighting. the coach and the quarterback. Oh, okay, yeah. It's okay. either a Giants zombie game where you think a team's dead and they right. come back to life, right. or it's the official close the casket game. But I, I just, I first of I all, I think it's a zombie game, and I'm nervous. Uh, I, I, it does make me nervous. But you also got to put a hundred dollars on there because you're like everything in my mind says this makes sense. Yes, and you know, I think the other thing too with you know the Redskins, their defense is good. I know I picked them up in fantasy. It's really good. Don't let the one Monday night game off a of bye week against the Saints fool everybody. I'm, that's an outlier. They blew some coverages. They did some dumb crap that night. They got Sean Payton. They do. They, do. they have they Sean got Payton. Drew Brees, exactly. they, do record. Right. Like, there was a lot of emotions that played into that football and game. And the Superdome maintains emotions, man. It, 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 it definitely it does. Up. And I look at the Redskins and, you know, again, their offensive side of the ball. I don't see how the Giants are going to get a huge pass rush on them. How? And... I would expect the Redskins. The Redskins have the capabilities to be one of the better run teams in football. And I'm going to say it again. The Redskins need to be a power-run football team. And what a better time to do it than when a team trades their number one run stopper. Exactly. That's that's what I mean. So that's why I picked the game to be 23-13. to 13. Washington wins by 20, and we're like, why didn't we just But it is that? fishy. It's and fishy, man. Ever since I've been a little kid, the Giants have had the Redskins number. I don't know what that is. So I pumped the brakes, and I only went 100. Yeah. All right, guys. Next game here is the three and three Seattle Seahawks on the road visiting the three and three Detroit Lions. Uh, spread in this game is Detroit minus three. Do you guys want the weather in Detroit? Yes. Just want to know. I do. Uh, Sunday in Detroit, it's going to be a high of forty-seven, low of thirty-six, cloudy, and twenty uh, percent chance of rain. Seven mile an hour winds. So, right, not so going to affect the game no, unless no. I don't know. Is it nice to wake up in a city and have the sun out when you're at the hotel? Yeah, it gives you a good vibe. Nice You're bump. like, oh, it's a beautiful day for us to go out there and whoop their ass. That's, All right, yeah. so maybe the clouds in Detroit instead, on Sunday instead, will matter. The Seahawks are going to wake up on a Radisson and go, fucking Detroit. Yeah, what are we doing Well, here? they're used to gray weather, too. Yeah. So. All right, Sims. Only, uh, injuries, only Seahawks yeah. players to miss practice coming off of their bye is Jaron Reed. Uh, Detroit had a few guys missing practice. Uh, Theo Riddick. Uh, mispractice. Jared Davis, starting linebacker, was a DNP with a calf. But Golden that, Tate, Zeke, Ezekiel Anza, and Darius Slay all limited. Be the first time Ezekiel Anza plays in a few weeks. And again, Snacks likely will be in the lineup, I right, would assume. Right. Um, I would assume too. I mean, that is that is the question. Does you know, does he play? How much does he play? I mean, he's obviously in game shape. And really, I think it would be Rules in this defense of the Matt Patricia would be something that he's used to because he's played in the Rex Ryan defense. So that has some similar nose tackle rules. And even this defense he played uh, with the New York Giants and James Betcher. Yeah. Same thing. You know, there's some similar rules there. So I don't think it's going to be like a huge learning curve. Either way, excited about this game. I worry, listen, the run defense of the Detroit Lions. Yeah, it scares me. There's no doubt. And the Seahawks are the type of team that their run offense is it's becoming special. I don't know any other way to say it. They really are. And they're the seventh best run offense in football. Okay, so you look at that, what they do. Now, there is some history with Patricia on the New England staff against Schottenheimer when he was with the Jets. So he should know that to a degree. Other thing that scares me on this side of the ball is, you know, Ezekiel Anza being back, great. 
Is he going to really be the guy we know him to be? No, I worry about these kind of games on that surface. Russell Wilson can take over at certain moments and just go, I'm going to run around back here Change and you won't catch me and yeah. I'll throw a 40-yard pass to Doug Baldwin, eat that Detroit. Now on the other side of the ball, I worry about the same thing with the Seahawks. I don't know if they can stop the run of the Lions. The Lions' run offense is real. Real. Real deal Holyfield. Matt Stafford, I think fixed some issues he had with his mechanics over the bye week. He made some throws last week that I went, there's Matt Stafford. And it just, again, I'm not even talking, some of the, even the incompletions where I just go, he threw that exactly where he wanted to. It was a tight spiral. Um, so I think he made the adjustments there. Now, I, I think, let me just get my thoughts here. Okay. I know what my bet is. I just wanted to make one more point. Um, I think, though, my biggest issue here is I don't think the Seahawks... The Seahawks have played one real complete offense their whole year, okay? And that was the Rams. And the Rams put up 31 point, or 33 points against In them. Seattle. In Seattle. So I know the Seahawks are up there in total defense ranking, but I don't really buy into the numbers all the way. Like, I think if I kept it as a total, I would go, they're really like a middle-of-the-road type defense in the NFL. For me, they're not a top 10, top 5. They're in that category because they played some very stagnant offenses in the Cowboys, the Cardinals. Trubisky threw some bad picks early on. Oh, they got the Raiders and that dumpster fire there. So that's where I look at it as an issue. So at the end of the day, I'm going $50. On the Detroit Lions. Don't care about Fendrick and your freaking fucking reversible claws. I'm a fucking lion and I'll eat you in a heartbeat and cough up the feathers. Okay? I'm picking this Lions, though, to win the game 27-24. And I'm only going 50 because I think this is a very evenly matched game. Mm. Take it away, Lefko. This is the Lefko betting extravaganza matchup of the week. Nothing aligns better from a game flow perspective in my mind than this game. I have looked back. One, this is just a betting line for you, Sims. What do you think the Lions are against the spread this year? Without yeah, what do you think they are? How many games have they played? Six. They're five and one. Oh, I was gonna say it was good. I was gonna go four and two. Only thing they lost that Jets game. Yeah. Here is why I love this game with all of my heart. The Seattle Seahawks right. are part of my sleepwalkers. We are sleepwalking in Seattle. Last year off the bye, I'm going to go into that big old brain of yours, right? Off the bye, they go to New York and they win 24 to 7. But what do you remember about that game, Sims? It was the New York, it was the Giants? Yes. They win 24 to 7. You should remember that with 10 minutes to go in the fourth, they were only leading 10 to 7. Yeah, yeah. Really not right, a great yeah. what start. Were the, what were the late they scores? They had a late touchdown to Baldwin, right. a late touchdown to Marshall, right. I believe it was. And it was right. like, oh, and then we came back and looked at each other and said, wow, they really started off pretty poorly there. Right. Two years ago, they beat Atlanta 26 to 24. What do you remember about that game? Five minutes left in the fourth. They're down 24 to 17. That was the big Tevin Coleman, Devontae Freeman game. That was the head slap pass interference yes. should have been called. That game. was the bullshit right. Julio Jones penalty where they didn't call pass interference. Right. Three years ago off the bye, they lose to Arizona 39 to 32. 
That game, second quarter, Arizona's up 19 to nothing. Wow. Seattle comes out of the bye slow, and that was with Earl Thomas. And that Cam was Chancellor, not being in London for a few days and having a nine-hour time difference in your, or a 10-hour time difference in your life. Detroit at home. Yeah. Their last two games at home, the first half scores, they outscored Green Bay and New England 37-3. to This is the Adam Lefko first half bet the Detroit Lions, whatever the spread is, they are going to build a huge lead and they have to withstand the comeback of Russell Wilson. Right. I believe that that running game that you're so worried about isn't going to be a factor in this game. Yeah. Because I think Matt Stafford and Golden Tate and Kenny Galladay and all those guys jump out to an early lead and the Seahawks can't rely on the run. And when they do, you're going to get Snacks Harrison. Like the one thing that they were bad at, they may have just gotten the fix in this week. I really love Detroit minus three. I'm going $200 on Detroit. I think that this is the game flow game of the week. I love it. I'm not mad at you. Sims is convinced. I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you at all. Those are some good stats, though. I like that. Right? I did. I just, to me, Seattle and Pittsburgh, emotional head coaches that have to get their teams riled up, coming off of a bye against a team that's, like, starting to click right now. I really, it just feels good. And what you said. Who are the quarterbacks that Seattle's faced? Yeah. Who are the offenses that we've seen the Legion of Boom up against? Right. Oh, they had success against Trubisky. They wouldn't have if he if he was they able to complete that easy and... pass. Like Stafford against the Seahawks defense right. is a great matchup. Like those wide receivers against that defense, sure. I, it just feels really good for me. Yeah, I, it's a lot of good logic there. I and like I that. love the Detroit Lions right now. I'm, I'm getting on that too. train. I'm rooting for them, too. I can't trust it yet like that, but uh, I'm rooting for them. I, it's going to be hard for me to root against them now that you bet that money. Boy, do I have a stat for this next game. Next game on the 1 o'clock slate here, the these three are the, Really three. quick, these are not where I'm typically getting my stats from. These were the, let me do some Lefko investigations. Ooh. They're natural. Lefko investigations. Their or- sound effect for that? They're organic <laughs> tips. Oh, I like organic Self-sustained. Tips. Organic like is good. It. I like yeah. organic. Artisan. I All like right. 3-3 three and three Tampa Bay uh, going on the road to visit the 4-3 and three Cincinnati Bengals. Spread in this game is Cincinnati minus 4.5. Weather in Cincinnati on Sunday, yeah, high that's... of 54, low of 43. Ooh. We've got rain in the forecast, guys. Oh. 60% chance of rain on oh. Sunday. 11-mile-an-hour winds. I'm going to tell you what. The Bengals and Buccaneers in a rainstorm. Love it. That take is football. The, can I take the over in turnovers? Jeez. Dalton and Jameis going to be slinging that around. Here are injuries, the injuries. Peyton Barber missed practice. We're oh. going, ooh, could this be the Ronald Jones show? Gerald McCoy, Vinnie Curry, missed practice again. Right. Not good. Bengals had 10 players missing from practice. Ross, John Ross, groin, Vontez Perfect, hip, Nick Vigil, knee, Darquez Denard, sterno clavicular, which I guess is sternum and sternum, clavicle, yeah. so up here. And then Dre Kirkpatrick Achilles, or just five of the ten. Ooh. But both teams are banged up. Both teams are not reliable. It's a wild game, Chris Sims. It is a wild game. A lot of explosive offensive players on the field. Two horrible defenses. The Bengals can't stop anything, the pass or the run. 
but the Bucks can't run, so I'm not really all that concerned with that aspect of the football game. You know, the Buccaneers, their defense, they can't stop the pass either. I'm just going to put it simple like this. When I look at this game, it just comes back. Both these suck. Neither team can run the ball. Doesn't matter. I'm just going to take the Bengals at home because I trust that they have a few more playmakers on their overall football team than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So because of that, I'm going $50 only on the on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, excuse me, because I think the Bengals will win this game 31 to 27. I think so wait, will, you put $50 on who? The Bucks. Yo ho, yo ho, the Pirates life for me. Yes, I don't think they're going to get blown out here. They're going to move the ball up and down the field on the Kansas City Chiefs. We I mean the Cincinnati Bengals. Got ourselves a flipper. I'm going $50 on Cincinnati. Ooh. And I see it ex- Ooh, that was a long one. Damn, he's pissed, this Bengal. That's an angry Bengal. <laughs> he is pissed and hungry. That's like sometimes I follow that account, Black Jaguar White Tiger or whatever it is. Yep. And I saw one where like one of the, the the Panthers took like a hat and they were like trying to get the hat and it was like <laughs> and it like went on for like a minute. That was That was intense. really good. Can you do your was. Panther again? I've done that so many times. It sounded especially real today. Yeah, it really did. That was good. He slowed it down, I think. That's okay. what it was. Cincinnati left go. All right. So I I think that these are two teams that uh, the only reason I'm putting $50 is because I have a stat that I really, really like. Right. And I didn't want to put $10 on it. I hate both of these teams. I think that both of them are unreliable. I feel like Cincinnati has won some games that they shouldn't have won, the Dolphins game. I feel like the Buccaneers lose games to the Falcons they should win and win games against the Browns they probably should have lost. I don't like either of their quarterbacks. I find them unreliable. I think both of the coaches are in over their heads, and I think they're both banged up. I don't like this football game. I don't want to watch this football game. It'll be entertaining, but for all the wrong reasons. But... I went to Pro Football Reference. Yeah. And I just said, how's Jameis on the road? And I looked it up. Sims, the last 10 times that Jameis Winston has played in a road game. So this includes the Bears game that he came in and some of the other games. What do you think his record is? Straight up on the road. 1-9. and 0-10. Oh Didn't he beat the Falcons on the road last year in Atlanta? No. He did not. Mm. That was two years ago. Mm. The one they went one and seven on the road last year. You know their one win was Ryan Fitzpatrick in Miami. Mm. Jameis Winston on the road, I feel like is where we see all of those plays where we go, and that's the other side of Jameis Winston, where he throws the ball after he ran over the line of scrimmage for five yards. Sure. Or he's getting sacked and he throws it up in the air and then Carlos Dunlap runs it in for a touchdown. The Bengals are coming off of... This is the reason I went with the Bengals here. The Bengals are coming off of an embarrassment on Sunday Night Football where I don't even think they played especially bad. They just met a chainsaw and the Kansas City Chiefs were like, oh no, we're going to keep your face down on the ground. Tampa Bay went on a 59-yard field goal by Chandler Catanzaro after they tried to blow the game five times at home. 
Something is wrong with the Bucks' offense when I watch that game. They almost have too many weapons that Jameis doesn't know what to do. Right. He tries to force it to Mike Evans, and then he comes back to O.J. Howard, then he looks down at the running backs, and he's got, got to get four attempts to Adam Humphreys, and he's looking for Godwin, and then it's reverses to Deshaun Jackson. They don't know what they're doing yet. Right. They're all over the place. The Bengals, though, for me, when I saw Jameis hasn't been a part of a win on the road in 10 games, right. My fear is that he's going to cut it close and somehow cover that spread. But I'm going to take the Bengals. I think at the end of the year, the Bengals are a better team. And so I'm picking them to win this game. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm picking them to win too. Just they didn't cover by 0. 0.5. But how about that? 0 and 10. That's pretty amazing. It really is. Next yeah, I, game, I was surprised. I, I Me too. But, I mean, he's listen, he's the quarterback of a bad football team, so I don't know. He's the quarterback of a bad but franchise. But he doesn't always help out. Right? I think it's okay to say that, like, we're really quick yeah, to go yeah. on a little rant. So the Giants are blowing it up. Right. And the reason I get upset that the Giants are blowing it up is because they told us they weren't going to blow it up. Yep. Like, have a plan, stick to the plan, have a focus, know what your goals are. The Tampa Bay Bucks, I don't think, have had a plan now for three, four years. Right. I think they go into every game trying to rewrite the rule book. I honestly think, and I don't wish for anyone to lose their jobs, but I think they need a complete regime change. I think that the quarterback, the coach, and the GM, they need to start over. I don't think they have any building pieces to start on. They've wasted Gerald McCoy's prime. Their offensive line is starting to come together. It's starting to make sense. They have really good receivers, but... I don't see anything to build on in that franchise. Yeah. Nothing about that seems like a stable foundation. It was supposed to be Jameis, but he's not stable. No. I think that Jameis is representative of that franchise as a whole. I think it all needs to start over. I, I, I mean, I, I think there's a very good possibility that's where it goes. When the and, and to be honest, you know why else I would start over? Yeah. Because the Falcons, their quarterback is in the 30s. Drew Brees is coming near an end. Cam Newton is start. You need to. You're not going to win this next three, four years if you're the Bucks. Right. The Saints, the Falcons, and Panthers are in their window. This is where it is. You need to start rebuilding now, so that in three, four years, you as all those over. guys, that's when you take over. Right. Just, just mail it in. It's over. Start over. That's how I would do if I was a Buccaneers. Yeah, I, I, I think there's a very real possibility that can happen. I did not expect us to break down this game for 15 minutes. That's there's always one every week. Yeah. There's always one every week. Colts Bills. Fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. Okay. Colts Bills last week. That was that was Colts a big one Bills. For us. Right. Right. Uh, okay. Next game here on the one o'clock slate: the three and four New York Jets <laughs> on the road in Chicago, visiting the three and three Chicago Bears. Spread in this game is Chicago minus seven. Weather on Sunday, it's going to be a high of 50, low of 41. A lot of rain across the NFL on Sunday, guys. Uh, showers, 50% chance of rain, and 13-mile-an-hour winds. Lefko, the injuries. Jets are still banged up. Anunwa, Robbie Anderson, Tremaine Johnson, Morris Claiborne, Bilal Powell on IR, neck injuries. I want to send out wishes to that guy. Yep. They're saying it might be career-ending. Talk about a guy that runs hard in this league. And yeah. I don't know if he ever got his payday. No, he did not. And that's one of those things that hurts my heart. Yeah. Isaiah Crowell did practice in full, get the bulk of the carries for the Bears. Allen Robinson groin, tore it all. Khalil Mack ankle, missed practice. Yep. Your words about Khalil Mack, Mack have been just like ringing in your ringing ear. my head. I'm yep. actually going to do my bet first. Okay. I'm doing the Jets $10 because I'm doing Jets $10 because. 
I don't really trust the Bears that much to cover a seven-point spread, but I also don't trust the Jets with what they have. So I don't like this game at all. I'm going $10 Jets. Yeah, I I hear you. Um, My breakdown of the game would be more this. Okay, both teams can run the football. They they both have the ability to run the football on both sides of the ball, and I I look at that, and Trubisky's running is a, a true weapon. I mean, that's what we saw last week, and that could be a pain in the butt for the New York Jets, especially because they, not, they are not a team that has incredible speed on the edge of their defense. So I look at that aspect of it. The other thing is I look at the Jets and go, for them to win football games, they have to kind of dominate in the run game. And they're not going to dominate this Bears defensive front, not in the run game. There's no way. I just don't see that happening. Um, the other thing that scares me about the Jets is they do let up a lot of big plays. You know, they can have moments where, yeah, you go, oh, this looks good. Two or three, two or three drives, they've gone three and out. The defense is stopping them. But then all of a sudden they let up a bomb by Kirk Cousins. So where, you know, it's Andrew Luck with a big play down the field. Too many of those instances. Jaguars game. Right. That just scare me with little matchups like that. Leaving Daryl Roberts on an island and things like that. They're just... You know, too many times, eventually he's going to get burned. I worry about, in Chicago, windy field still. Sam Darnold struggled throwing the ball in the wind last week in New York. Yeah. I mean, he made some throws where I think he thought, like, oh, I'm throwing to an open guy, and I'm going to complete this. Oh, damn, the wind hit it, and instead of being a 90-mile-per-hour fastball, it went to, like, 65. How much you got the Bears winning this game by? So, this is is the thing. I'm going $50 on the Bears. I picked the game to be 24 to 17. Mm, damn. Yeah. And I just <laughs> I know. And I just can't um I can't bet too much money here either no, way cuz I don't no. trust the Bears. No. The Bears have to be pissed off. They but really I do agree with you. Right. You're betting on the team that when we watch the game, you're going to be in control the entire time. Right. They might lose and f it up. There's no doubt about it. The Bears have to screw it over. To lose this game. I think so. The Bears will have control. It's, right. do you get the random Robbie Anderson touchdown? Right. Or do did you, the Jets break a big run do in they the get run a, game? Does Isaiah Crow like get a big run? Right. And does I just Mitchell don't think Trubisky that happens. screw it up? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just think that... You will definitely feel more sure the whole game than I will. Yes. What would you bet? 50 on the 10? 10. I don't 10. want this game. Yeah. It's scary. I, I totally feel that because all the Because the, the real thing is, is either quarterback can ruin this for yes, you. Yes, they can. And that's right. and my thing was is I kept thinking about Khalil Mack not being healthy and I went, you know what? Like I just I don't know if, if they're realizing that what Khalil Mack isn't yet, and I'm trying to jump in while Yeah, yeah, I get you. Realize. I get you. All right, guys, last game on the one o'clock slate on Sunday. Great the one four o'clock and game three here. Baltimore Great. Ravens on the road visiting the four and two Carolina Panthers. Spread in this game, Ravens minus two, and the weather in Charlotte on Sunday. High of sixty six, low of forty eight, sunny all day. Uh, eight mile an hour winds out of the southwest. So a little scary injuries for Baltimore. Doesn't mean these guys are gonna miss. But three starting corners missed practice on Wednesday. Yeah. Jimmy Smith with a groin, Brandon Carr with a knee, Marlon Humphrey with a thigh. Mm. So all in those legs areas, I guess New Orleans blocks low. Yeah. Banging those guys up. They do. Torrey Smith, Mario Addison missed practice. Cam Newton limited with a shoulder injury, but we know Cam Newton ain't missing nothing. No. This is, this is I think, up there with Kansas City-Denver. Um 
uh, and with Seattle Detroit as the game of the one o'clocks. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm extremely excited about this football game. This might be the game at one o'clock. It, it really it really might be. Um, I, I look at first of all this Baltimore defense. Let's not be fooled by what we saw last week. It's still the best defense in football for my money. They played a special team with a special game plan in the New Orleans Saints. And really one of the few teams in football that can really match up with the Ravens' defense that, in that capacity. Okay, the, the Carolina Panthers, I know they're one of the better running teams in football. Certainly. I just, I got to seize it to believe it, okay? Mm. Because that Ravens run D, their front seven, they got more big fuckers than anybody in football. Yes, sir. And I look at that, I look at, hey, the secondary, the guys being banged up there, that does scare me a little bit. But I still don't look at the Carolina offense as being this explosive offensive passing attack that's going to necessarily take advantage of if they if a guy does sit out the game or whatever it may be. There's just too many things I like about this Ravens defense. Now you flip it over on the other side. Carolina's defense is extremely good as well. There's no doubt about that. Think so I do, but they're not on the level of the Ravens. No. There's a clear notch above the Carolina Panthers on the defensive side of the ball. I think the the Ravens will have a hard time moving the ball on the Panthers as well. I do. I, I don't think they're going to be able to expose the Panthers in any way. But I think at the end of the day, the only way I could see the Panthers winning this football game is if Cam Newton and their run game go off. And with Superman, there's always a chance. There is always a chance. They can always man. pull out a few plays that the Ravens are going to go, damn, they didn't run that quarterback run this year, that that design, whatever it may be. And all of a sudden, he goes around the corner for a 50-yard gain. And all of a sudden, now you got a defensive coordinator going, holy shit, i got to change my game plan a little bit on defense because they got two or three Cam Newton run plays that I can't play this defense against what they're doing. Um, so at the end of the day, I'm only going $50. I'm going with the Ravens. Send the Raven to Carolina. This is all I got. Um, I think it's going to be an extremely close football game. I think the Ravens are the more desperate team here. You know, they're they're that was a big loss for them last week, and I think they went twenty to seventeen. After the Ravens lost to the Bengals, they came back the next week and destroyed the Broncos twenty-seven to fourteen. Right after their loss to the Browns. They came back and destroyed the Titans 21 to nothing. Mm. The Ravens have not lost back-to-back games yet this season. Carolina started off down 17-0 to Washington and tried to claw back and didn't win. Carolina started off down 17-0 and came back and got the win over the Eagles. It's an emotional week in Carolina. Yeah. Eric Reed was calling out Malcolm Jenkins. Our own master uh, took a picture from a Philadelphia reporter in which they did a caricature of Eric Reed and brought it down to the locker room, and that became a story. I'm going the Ravens here, minus two in Carolina, because I think that, and I'm, I'm only going $50, I'm, excuse me, I'm going $10 on Baltimore. Uh, this is a game in which I believe Baltimore is the better team. Right. This is a game in which I've listened to you, and you told me that Baltimore controlled the New Orleans game. Yeah. Carolina's offense is not New Orleans' offense. Carolina's offense, as we saw last week, is we might not figure it out for three downs. Cam, save us on fourth down. I don't want to have that philosophy going up against the Baltimore Ravens. No. The only thing that I'm scared about, it's in Carolina. and But you know what? I, I like the Baltimore Ravens, but I'm only going $10. I think they win this game outright. I'm taking the, the Baltimore Ravens. Cool.
Uh, okay, I got a really good one at 405 for you. The 2 and 5 Indianapolis Colts on the road visiting the 1 and 5 Oakland Raiders. Spread in this game is Colts minus 3 and weather in Oakland on Sunday. So this is an interesting one. We've got AM clouds and PM sun. This is going to be a 105 kickoff in Oakland. I don't know where in the PM the sun is supposed to come out, but just something to keep in mind. Could be cloudy, could be sunny. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. If the sun's shining on one of these teams, it's the Colts. Okay. And if it's going to be cloudy, it's a Raiders game. Ryan Grant, Malik Hooker, Adam Vinatieri all missed practices. Very underrated story. Adam Vinatieri is a few points away from breaking the all-time points record, and he's hurt. So... History is going to come, and I'll tell you what, if i got a backup kicker kicking on a baseball field, that could be an issue for the Colts. Jack Doyle, back practicing. They should have grass back on the field this time of the year. Oh, they cover up the dirt? They usually do, yes. Right. Mm, The athletic season is over. It is over. Such the Yankees shit. sent them packing. Kalechi Osemele uh, did miss practice. And again, the Raiders are coming off of a bye. The Raiders, they trade Amari Cooper. Their their locker room is having arguments. Is Derek Carr emotional? Sims, Colts minus three in Oakland. Yeah, okay. I mean, I think the biggest thing you got to talk about is what, what are the Raiders right now? Did, have they given up on their season? Is it over? Would they think their coach is a jerk off? I mean, there's just so many things there that I just go, I don't know what to expect from the Raiders. A little like the Giants, though. It might unite the team, and they might go out there and have the best game of the year. That's what I, I look at on that way, okay? so And I still think that, you know, Gruden... That offense, it's still got potential, even without Amari Cooper. You know, I know it was a dumpster fire in London. It was horrible. But, again, it's still an offense that's been, for the most part of the year, been able to move the ball as long as they don't have self-inflicted wounds. Um, I don't look at this Colts defense as a defense that's necessarily the greatest pass-rushing defense I've ever seen. But they do get after the quarterback, and that does scare me. A little bit. The Colts have more players on their defense than the Raiders. Darius okay? Leonard, Margus Hunt. Yes. Right. I love those guys. Yeah, I do and too. the Colts were the offensive line of the week the last kid, week. Yeah, the kid, the kid Walker next to this Darius week. Leonard is really good. So I like that. Okay, now I go to the other side of the ball. I have no faith in the Raiders' defense. None. Absolutely not. There's not a good pass rusher. They can't stop the run. And I know, really, I don't expect the Colts to be able to run the ball on the the Raiders that much either because they're not a great run team. Marlon Mack looks pretty special. He did. But that was, again, last week that was good. It was the Bills. The Bills defense was on the field like every fourth play. And I think eventually just the dam broke. But I look at it more than anything and just go, this is the type of game Andrew Luck can take over. And I'm not betting against Andrew Luck in Hell this type no. of scenario. No way. How much you going? I don't feel great about this. I'm going $50 <laughs> on the Indianapolis Colts because I picked the score to be 31-28. Colts. Wow. And I just think uh, there's just too many That's unknowns. a really good score by you. Too many That's unknowns. That's 100% what it feels like. Yeah, it feels like a 31-28 game. I will go $50 on the Colts. <laughs> No, I am Colonel Andrew Luck. Steed, come up here real quick. Yes, this is Becky. Becky's been by my side for four score and two years. Becky. Oh, Becky. Becky with the good hair? Take a little carrot, Becky. Okay. Um, so the scary thing, if we're looking at spreads here, is that Andrew Luck, since his rookie year on the West Coast, four and ten in October. Yeah. Also, the, the Colts are bad on the West Coast. But really, it came down to this for me. Yeah. Um, the Raiders, like, 
I thought about the pregame speech. This is where my betting mind goes to. And John Gruden's going to go up there and he's going to go, fellas, we got to go out there and we got to win. We got to do this. And I got to go, these guys are going to be looking at him going, what the fuck are you talking about? Meanwhile, the Colts got their first real convincing win of the season right. where they beat up Buffalo and they were able to feel the power of a win. Marlon Mack was clicking. The young offensive line was moving people. Shout out to you for saying that Braden Smith was going to be a tackle because he played really damn well. Thank you. And that was, he played guard in college and he moved out well. Also, they got some turnovers. They got their hands on the ball. They're playing a team with Martavis Bryant and Jordy Nelson as the one and twos. Yeah. Nobody knows what's going on with Derek Carr. I just think that they're definitely going to win this game, and I think that you're 100% right. I'm seeing Andrew Luck running around like a Mustang, just not feeling any pressure and just diagramming up some plays. Do you think somebody like Naheem Hines is going to come back, or is this more of a Marlon Mack show? I think this will be a Marlon Mack show more from here on out. Mack is a, he's an undervalued runner. He's got a little more speed than I think oh, people I give him. Yeah, and he's got a little more power than people give him. For our for. fantasy team. Right. Uh, because Marshawn Lynch is done, we have, uh, what's his name? The the pass catching back there. Jalen Richard? Jalen Richard. Right. Nice pickup. Yeah. Well, I've, had him, I've had him on the bench now for a few weeks, but Jalen Richard and Doug Martin. I think Richard could have a lot of catches. This could this be game. a big game for him. I think so, too. Could. That feels good. I'm excited about that pickup. Good. good. All right, guys. 425, the 1 and 6 San Francisco 49ers on the road. Oh, by the way, the 1 and 6 Arizona Cardinals. Speaking of 49ers and speaking of fantasy. Yeah. Yes. So one of the movements yesterday was a quote came out that George Kittle stood next to Aaron Donald. And Aaron Donald was like, Man, did you get that touchdown? And George Kittle said, I had to, man. My fantasy owners needed more points, and the fantasy community is loving it. Well, I was going back and forth with George Kittle in the DMs yesterday because right. he asked me, bro, did you really get tattoos? Right. And I said, calm down. Of calm down. Sims is the only man here that got tattoos. So I messaged him. I said, I just want you to know, George, as thousands of people are celebrating you for telling Aaron Donald you had to get more fantasy points, I was someone that lost because you got too many. So fuck you. <laughs> and he responded with the, the laughing emoji and wrote, serves you right for not drafting me. I love it. And I was like, you're always right. Right, Kittle. And then he said, when are you guys coming back for a rematch? So we might have to go out there to San Francisco and Definitely. battle him and Trent Taylor Definitely. again. He's, one, I, he's quickly becoming one of my more favorite players in football. Two things about the Niners. Do you want me they, to say the spread in the weather? They or? should be forced to wear those jerseys they wore last week every game. Right. The all-whites with the gold, red, and black drop shadow, I think, is one of the cleanest uniforms. I like the red version of that maybe a little bit more, right. but maintaining the drop shadow. But George Kittle... I, he's top five tight end in my book. He definitely is. Not even close. No. Blocking, physical, hands, explosiveness, and he's doing it with C.J. Beathard. Yes. Like, he is a phenomenal yeah. tight end. Do, I mean, he's doing it the right way. And, and he's Iowa tough. Iowa tough, because he's. Well, you saw him. I mean, he's a made-up 248 pounds. Yes. Like, if he stopped lifting weights, he'd be 225. Yeah, but he's one of those guys that just crushes Chinese food and then crushes the gym, and, does and the that's arm his farm. life. Yeah, yeah, and his blocking's amazing. I mean, it's all it's all effort. It's not like he's just got, got engaged. Did Things he? are clicking. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. way to go for George. Way to go. Spreading this game is San Francisco minus one. Uh, do you want to know the weather in Glendale, or should we skip the weather for this one? I honestly hate this game. I'm going ten dollars on Arizona plus one, and I'm done. Ninety degrees in Glendale on Sunday. Wow, it's gonna be hot. 
Oh, little birdie. Yeah, I just I don't want to I don't want to bet on CJ Beathard. I don't want to bet on Josh Rosen. I don't want to bet on a divisional game. I'm taking the home team plus the points. Ten dollars in Arizona. Yeah, I mean I couldn't put ten cents on Arizona, so I'm putting I'm putting a hundred dollars on the 49ers. <gasps> really? Yeah. What? 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 Yeah. 49ers. Dynamite. Come on, Shanahan. We're Shanahite. <laughs> That's right. Uh, okay. Byron Leftwich, you're not worried about him? I'm not. <laughs> I just... I have no faith in Arizona's offense. The reason they beat the 49ers a few weeks ago was because of C.J. Beathard turnovers and turnovers in general. Yes, a lot of them. Fumbles that turn into touchdowns. So this is scary. I get it. I don't trust the human turnover in C.J. Beathard. No, I mean, I that's what not. he is. Yes. It's really very scary. But I also look at it like, hey, the Cardinals, they can't stop the run at all. And with Kyle and that offense, and that offensive line is still good, Yeah, that scares me. The 49ers' defense is better than people realize. And I'm not saying it's like a special defense, but really it always looks like they are let up a lot of points and do things like that. More times than not, it's because C.J. Beathard's put them in a tough spot and gives mm. teams easy touchdowns or short field. But when you watch, you go, oh, there's an Eric Armstead explosive play. There definitely oh, is. there's a DeForest Buckner explosive play. Oh, there's Warner with a hell of a tackle behind the line of scrimmage. That's right. Yeah. I think there's only a few games on the schedule right now that the 49ers are going to be able to look at it and go, we could, we should win this game. And I think this is one of them right here. And I'm just going to go with, yes, I don't know what the Arizona offense is. And I think it's very fair of you to go, I don't see Arizona sweeping this series. I don't. And I'm picking the 49ers to win the game 27-20. to 20, And that's why I put $100 on the 49ers. I get it. All right, guys, last game of the afternoon slate here. The 3-2-1 Packers on the road visiting the 7-0 Los Angeles Rams. Spreading this game, Los Angeles is a nine-point favorite, and it is going to be 80 degrees and partly cloudy in L.A. on Sunday. Three-mile-an-hour wind, so it should not be a factor. Not a single Packer missed practice on Wednesday. The Rams were missing three. Jair Alexander's back, right? Everybody. Rashad Breeland's back. Geronimo Allison. Randall Cobb. Me like it. Cooper Cobb is Cooper Cup is missing practice. Michael Brocker's missing practice. And Sue did not practice with me. Oh, uh, 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 what is Sims gonna do here? Uh you wanna go first or second? Eh, I don't care. Whatever you want. Go first. Okay. Largest underdog spread of Aaron Rodgers' career. Ever. Yeah. Well, it's not surprising. I mean, the Packers defense has to answer the bell in this football game. Yo, let it pee. Let up way too many big plays uh the last few weeks and have been getting shredded. Now, really the health of some of those guys is gonna be paramount to them having a good football game. That's good that they're going to be out there. Hold on, I'm just pulling something up. There we go. Okay. Either way. This is the way I look at it. Hey, the Packers are, I think, got questions. I think Mike McCarthy's the kind of coach that will not let his team like sleepwalk in the bye, the bye weeks. I'm playing that into a faction like yeah. Sean Payton last week. Like red ass, red asses, hard asses, hard ass coaches like that. I feel like usually they're a little bit better coming out of the bye. Either way, they're also going to realize they're not as good as the Rams. So I do think they'll push the envelope on the offensive side of the ball. Maybe do a few things to go, okay, 
we got to do this this week because we can't sit here and go, oh, we're only going to stop the Rams' offense to 20 points. Yes. Good luck. No way. No way. That's happening. So I look at that. The other thing I look at the Packers and go, you know what, what helps them in this matchup? The Packers can pass protect. I don't think that like Aaron Donald and Sue and Brockers are going to be living in the backfield. Go ahead. What do you want to say? I also thought about that. Yeah. If I want Aaron Rodgers to get pressured up the middle, I like when he runs. Sure. I like when he rolls out. He escapes out out of the pocket and does those things. I I, I hear you all the way. I would rather Rodgers be able to escape the pocket and throw than be forced to stay in the pocket with a contain. Right. Did you like how Lefko raised his hand to ask a question Yeah, that was nice. That was a nice little system. He's he's really, he's he's growing up in his age. It's very nice to see. I mean, I'm literally jiggling my legs because I have to pee, but yeah, I'm growing up. Yeah, growing up. So like a toddler. I look at that and go, those are positives for the Packers. Sure. The Rams are really awesome. And even when they let up yards, I mean, they make plays on defense. They really do. And 49ers. I just have no I don't see how the Packers can slow down the Rams attack completely in this football game. Sure. I do worry about their run defense. Sure. The Rams are a phenomenal running football team. In fact, Everyone thinks they're like the greatest show on turf. Am I right? They're the number one run offense in the sport right now? I believe so. Okay. So, with all that said, I'm putting $100 on the Green Bay Packers. Hey. $100. That's all. I think the Rams will win this game 35-31. to Okay. I think the Packers give a great effort. Yeah. I couldn't go hard. Nine was a lot of points. Yes. But this game could be 31-31. Yes. And... The Rams go down and score and make it 38-31. Yeah. And then Aaron Rodgers has to throw the ball. And Aaron Donald sack fumbles. And then they score another touchdown and lose by 14. Yes. So it's, this game could be one of those games that's very close. But I would say as a better, it's very dangerous. I look at it like this. I am going $150 Ooh. on the Green Bay Packers. Yep. The Rams are 1-3 against the spread the last four weeks. They are undefeated, but they are not covering the spread well this year. They're 4-3 and three against the spread. They've had huge lines all year. Yeah. The way I look at it is simple like this, Chris Sims. Aaron Rodgers off a bye. The leg is feeling good. Yep. The team is healthy, ready to roll, and he's in his old hood. He's playing in California where the sun is shining bright. And if you roll with Lefko, then your bets are always right. <laughs> The Rams this year have uh, let up points when they've played quarterbacks with stuff. Yeah. Rivers and Cousins and Russell Wilson, That's even right. Case Keenum made it tough. Yeah. But Aaron Rodgers, with some time, can really shred the gnar. And when he plays the Rams, I'm sure that he will set the bar. You. 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 Yeah, I got, I, I, I went, you know what? The Rams are 100% going to put up 33. I think that the Packers are going to put up about 27. No, I think your point about, you know, good quarterback yes. against them. Oh, they shut out the Raiders. We see what the Raiders are. They yeah. had 13 points. They didn't shut out the Raiders. I'm saying 13. they shut them out oh, yeah, the 13 yeah. right, points. Right. They shut out the Cardinals. Right. Which, what did he do? Yeah, Sam Bradford. Then they, they held the Niners to 10. Yeah. But they let up 20 to Case Keenum, and right. they had to run the ball to survive that game. Yep. 31 to Russell Wilson, 31 to Kirk Cousins, 23 to Phillip Rivers, and that one could have been a lot more if the receivers didn't drop the ball. Right. So I I think Aaron Rodgers comes in here. It's the game of their year. It's it, the Rams are feeling high and mighty. I know their offense is going to go off. Akeem Talib is still out. Yeah, I'm, I'm not taking nine and I'm not taking nine if I'm Aaron Rodgers. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is going to put on a show. 
Aaron Rodgers is going to put on a show. I love this game. 150. I'm making that a lock, too. Yeah. Okay. So, back from the bathroom. Yeah. And I got some news on my phone. <laughs> okay. The NFL has fired down judge Hugo Cruz. It is the first time in the Super Bowl era that the NFL has fired an official in the middle of the regular season. Is that the guy from the Redskins The game? number one thing they're pointing out is a missed false start on Russell Okung in the Chargers-Browns game that led to a touchdown. The number one play that I brought up that said swung the game. Right. Watch the play right there. Right. You can I see remember it. Just jumps off so blatantly yeah, right. and not called. The fact that I spent 15 minutes on this and then the guy ends up getting fired like weeks later, unbelievable. That's unbelievable. I wonder is there I wonder what else there was in there. I that, wonder if they're listening. They might the, be listening. The left, and they That's, went, "Did you hear what this Lefko kid they said?" They might be listening. Hugo, get up here. Listen to what Lefko said. Okay, two more games to go here. Sunday That's Night crazy. Football, the 5-1 really New Orleans Saints on I the road. I wasn't crazy. Visiting the 4-2-1 Minnesota Vikings. So this is Sunday Night Football. Sunday Night Football. Chris will be on TV before the game. Great freaking game. Yeah. Spread in this game is Minnesota minus one. And the weather in Minnesota, it's going to be a high of 48, low of 35. Showers in the morning. None of it matters, though, because they're playing indoors. Left go, give us the injuries. Max Unger missed practice on Wednesday with a hand. Uh, left tackle, Terran Armstead, was limited. Okay. Uh, Andrus Pete, full participant, even though he had a concussion. All right, that'll be big. Dalvin Cook, That hurt out. them last week when he how, was... How much did he miss? I, I I think he missed the whole game. Really? I'm pretty sure, unless he, unless he was in there maybe early on and I missed him, and now it's actually going to drive me crazy and I have to look real quick because I'm feeling paranoid. So give me two seconds, I'm going to pull up the film. And just make a look here, because... All right, well, Dalvin, Dalvin Cook is out. Anthony Barr and Xavier Rhodes... Yeah, he didn't play the game. He didn't play at no. all. Anthony Barr and Xavier Rhodes did not practice on Wednesday. And again, this is a Vikings team that also lost Mike Hughes. Right. Uh, all right, Mr. Sunday Night Football. Everson Griffin's back. Everson Griffin is back. We don't know if he's going to play. Them. Right. He was a full participant in practice yesterday. Yes. But I know. I'll be interested to see if he plays either way. What's your breakdown in the pregame show? Do you know? Um, I know I'm going to be breaking down, I think, the Saints offense okay. to a big-time extent. And then I'm not exactly sure what we're doing with the Vikings. Are part they going to make you say that Michael Thomas is not a top 10 receiver on national primetime television? I don't think so. But if I got to say it, I'll say it. I'll do what I yeah. got to do. Do what if you got to do. Florida, uh, he'll bring uh, it up. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I know. It's amazing. Uh, either way. <laughs> hey, remember that time you did something bad? Yeah, let's talk about it. <laughs> the The... The, this is an awesome game. We know that. It is. I know people have been saying like the whole revenge game. There's no revenge here, first of all. Let's just get over that. The Saints aren't looking at this and like this is, wasn't like, you know, Saints got cheap shotted by Vikings players or the Vikings ran up the score on them. The Saints are going to look back at last year's game and go, man, we blew it. We, we just, we've messed up some situational football and we should have won that game. That's the only thing they got really there to look at. All right. Eagles. I mean, the Vikings. <laughs> The Vikings offense, they can't run the ball. You know, I know they broke a run against the, the Jets last week and did some good things, sure. I'm still not sitting there going, oh, I have confidence in this run game yet, and especially not against the Saints defense. So that's one thing I look at, and I think for that too, it helps out the Saints. I think the Saints will err on, if you watch the Vikings, they rely on the big play too much, in my opinion. They are very inconsistent. Don't let the 37 points from last week fool you. They, it, it, it was close. The Jets had a ton of chances. Exactly right. And 
The Vikings had the We're ball the like inside here. the thirty yard line on the Jets a few times and like only came away with like two field goals. I mean, it was yeah, it was twenty to ten. There was some bad mistakes by Sam Darnold. The Jets kind of messed the game up more than anything. I'm not trying to take away anything of the Vikings, but my big thing with the Minnesota Vikings is they are an inconsistent offense. That's not as a good offense as last year. Last year they were the one of the best running teams in the NFL. Also, their system was better. The only thing that their offense is worse this year. The only thing that they have that's better is Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is a baller, and he is shitting all over Washington by going, how dare you? Like, they're just, it's just shit everywhere, okay? I don't know other way to say Covered it. in feces. Right. But if you really think about them, and I know I broke this down a little the other day, just, you know, if we go back for people who haven't listened, you know, last week, Start the game off with a bomb down the right sideline to Thielen. Okay, Latavius Murray breaks the big run. I got that. Aldrich Robinson, big throw to the left side. You know, the Eagles game. Defensive touchdown. Eagles game. You know, big pass plays in that game. Not a lot of sustained drives. You know, I'll even go to the Packers game in the fourth quarter. It was just Kirk Cousins making unbelievable plays. Is the Saints defense, though, a good team to go big plays against? It could be. I would think the Saints are going – I would think Sean Payton and Allen – would look at this and go, I think we can hang in there in every aspect of this game. Let's not put Ken Crawley in too many positions to let Thielen go that, by him. That's all teams have done is yeah, attack him. that's all they do is attack him. And I would expect we see Eli, Eli Apple over there a good amount right away from Jump Street. So how much are you putting on the Saints? Okay, so then the other side of the ball is the Vikings defense is still really good, right? Of course. It, it is. I mean, and they're actually, their run defense has, in a lot of ways, been more impressive to me this year than it was last year. Saints can let up. I mean, the Vikings can let up some big plays as well. But I just think, at the end of the day, I'm going to bet $100 on the New Orleans Saints. I just think New Orleans is the better football team. We missed out on the Super Bowl last year in Minnesota. So we're going to go to Atlanta this year. Okay, uh, I don't know. But either way, either way, yes, I think this Saints team is special. And I think their offense is as dangerous as ever in a physical way, the Taysom Hill aspect, their pass game. I think this game stays close, but I'm picking the Saints to win 30-27. to mm. I am putting $150 on the Saints. I can feel it in my bones. The Saints are going to go to Minnesota, make it their home because it's Drew Brees. Bang your knees, smoke the trees, and be the breeze. Whoa. It's Drew Brees and the Saints. Yeah. You are. You got it. You're a good flower. Man. Catamaran. You're a lot good. of rhymes Feeling today. Good. He's, he's good at it. I know that you think that the revenge doesn't matter. Yeah. But it matters to me in this way. Yeah. If I had just gone into Baltimore and beaten the team, like the Ravens, I would want to make sure that my team would still be motivated and wouldn't get too high on a win. Yeah. And nothing can get you more motivated than going back to the scene of the crime and facing a Vikings team that you think that you're better than. Sure. That Keep you should the be. Focus. I don't Keeps look, the focus. Keeps the focus. Keeps the focus. Yep. Also, I believe that Sean Payton is going to have some wild stuff drawn up for this game. 
I believe that Sean Payton is going to try and embarrass the Vikings. I think that he is going to study the Sean McVay film from when they hung up 38 on them and go, I am going to push these pressure points to a T. They have Gurley. I have Kamara. They have Gurley. I also have Ingram. They have their wide receivers. I can spread all my guys all over the face. They are going to, they are going to stress out Anthony Barr. They are going to stress out the weak parts of the defense and their down corners. I think the Saints offense is going to be clicking. Yep. I think Kirk Cousins is going to feel a little bit of pressure right up the gut. I think the Saints might win this game by double digits. Ooh. I think that the other thing about the Saints, yeah. Saints in October, their last 15 games in October, the Saints are 14-1 and one against the spread. Wow. 13-2 and two straight up. Wow. There are certain parts of the calendar year that certain teams do well. The Saints are one of the most consistent teams to bet on, for, and against repetitively. Beginning of the year, they lose games they shouldn't. Right. This time, weeks four through nine, Sean Payton is freaking cruising. It's like Belichick. Because it's he's just, seen everybody's right, pieces. Right. His team is where it needs to be, yep. and he's operating at a high level. We're in a dome. Drew Brees is feeling good right it's now. Nice and warm. Nice and warm. And I think the Vikings are, you know... Feeling themselves a little bit. Right. I think that Drew Brees goes in there, and I think they win this game by 16. Really? Like a like you're thinking like a 35-21, I'm thinking it's gonna, I'm thinking it's going to be a little bit feeling like Kansas City-Cincinnati, where it's like score for both teams, and then the Saints score, and they get another one right before the half, and they get the ball back at halftime. And, and by the it. time you look up, they're, at, they're, up, they're up 17, and it's the Vi- Kirk Cousins trying to throw them back into it. That's how I look. That's how I think this game is going to go. All right, guys. Last game of the weekend to break down here. Monday night football. The Saints were destroying them. What do you mean? In that playoff game, I know the Vikings jumped out to a big lead. Right. But once the Saints got rolling, the Vikings couldn't do anything. Yeah. I think that's the game that continues this time. Okay. I think Taysom Hill runs in for two touchdowns. Excuse me. My bold prediction. Taysom Hill's going to run for a touchdown. And throw for a touchdown. Ooh, Ooh spicy. So, I might pick him up my fantasy team and double so down. So bold. Thanks, bro. All right, guys. Monday Night Football, the Booger Crane is headed to Buffalo. The 5-2 and two <laughs> New England Patriots uh, taking on the 2-5 and five Buffalo Bills. Spreading this game, New England minus 14. And the weather in Buffalo on Monday, not Sunday, screwed that up last week. Uh, it's going to be showers in Buffalo on Monday night. 44 degrees is the high. 37 is the low. 13 mile an hour winds. Uh, we're going to go to Sims first on this one. Because there's no injuries for. No injuries. Take it away, Chris. <sighs> what do I say about this game? What do I say? What do I say? What do I say? What is there to say? I mean, what is there to say? The Bills stink. I mean, do you want to bet all your money or bet a quarter of your money? I just, I don't know. But Buffalo has no O. <laughs> Okay, so they must go. And New England's catching fire. And their D's good. And the offense, I don't even care if Sony Michelle, I know he's not going to be out there. Great, it doesn't matter. They still got other running backs. They'll be fine. Okay? I don't, I, I, this was the shocker of the week to me. What did you think it should have been, 21? I was like, what? It's only 14? That's where I am. I was like, I wrote down the score to be 38 to 13, and I was like, man, should I make it more? I was like, "Eh, New England will probably pull off the gas pedal at some point and just be like, okay, let's just forget about it. Okay? 
I mean, I don't know. I actually got scared that it was 14. I was like, is there something I don't know? Is there an injury? Did like I don't I don't even get it. All right, so we're both going to be in the same boat here. I'm putting four hundred dollars. It's the revolution, revolution. We are here in Boston. Hurrah, hurrah! The Boston Patriots are coming to town. We're gonna whoop your ass again. You're the Buffalo Bills. You suck. You suck. You suck. You suck. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Nikki. That was a good one. Nothing reinvigorates me like a new sound like that. I love that. That was great. I've seen where Paul Revere. So how much buried. are you betting? Four hundred dollars. Okay. Man, you're feeling really good about it. I, I mean, I don't know. I even know how much money you got left. You've gotten one fifty and ten the whole damn day. So how I, much you got left? I went over to Dana and I said, "Should I be afraid of the Buffalo Bills at all? Because this doesn't make sense to me." <laughs> This is Derek Anderson and a banged up LaShawn McCoy. He's gone, Dana. Well, because because I think no, sometimes she's... I go to the super fans of a team right. because they'll go, you know what? It's always weird with the Bills. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't get that this time. Right. Uh, I understand it's a big time line. The over under is forty four, and so in my head I said, what's more likely, thirty four to ten or twenty four to twenty? 34 to 10. I think 100%. So. Right. I also thought, oh, no Sony Michelle, that could be a benefit. Because no Sony Michelle means we're not running out the clock. Yeah. That means we're throwing with James White all the freaking time. I will see your 400 and I will put 500 <sighs> on it. the New England Patriots. I did not want to be one upped. Hello, I'm Brady. I come to score the points. I'm suddenly Irish, and I'll mess with you all your joints. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I don't know if that's revolution, but it's, it's Brady. It's Hello. Boston Irish. All rise for Coach Bill Belichick. Coach, how do you feel today? To all the good people, I shall smite down Derek Anderson and put his head on this stick. Man, Boston history is amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, super weird. Why is it weird? I don't know. I mean, they only started the freaking country for us. I get it. Just a lot of fighting. Man. I'd well, rather calm down. Well, they had a fight. I mean, it was... I get it. Yeah. I know. I'm just saying that, like, when your town and city is the center of, like, thousands, like, hundreds of years of fighting and revolutions and stuff, yeah. a lot of people there are tense. Yeah, and that's why they're all kind of crazy. Yeah, I don't know, but they're fucking awesome with sports in that town. They, they really are. Yeah. They're going to win all three championships in the major Red sports Sox, this year. Celtics and Patriots. I mean, holy maybe. crap! But I look at this game and I go, the only way. I mean, I even went back and thought about how maybe the Patriots got a little lucky against the Bears. Well, those two interceptions were kind of lucky. They did get a kickoff return for a touchdown. They did fumble on that one kickoff, and I went, man, you know, maybe they aren't that good. And I thought it's the Patriots. It's Monday night football. They're playing the Buffalo Bills with a backup quarterback, a backup running back. Am I afraid of Chris Ivory running for 150 yards and two touchdowns? And I'm just not. Like, I was 100% going to bet like 14.10 on this and $10 or or 12.80 and $10 on everything else. And I just got a little bit afraid. Like, $500 is my afraid bet. Yeah. People lo- people loved your take on the Monday Night Football crew yesterday. Oh, yeah? Yeah, a lot of comments about that. What were they saying? There's a lot of people saying, thanks for being honest about the crew. I can't watch the games. 
it's the, can I tell you the hardest thing that I have with the Monday Night Football crew? And if I've already said this, stop me. When I watch Collinsworth and I watch Romo and I watch these stop, guys. Stop, stop. You said it already. Did I? No, I don't even oh. know what you're going to say. <laughs> but when I watch those guys, they're going to bring me something I haven't seen before. And that when something crazy happens, they explain it and I go, oh, that makes sense. So when Collinsworth, one second after Breland speaks, let's go of Tom Brady, goes, look at this. He had him and it's the rule. And I went, oh, I didn't really notice that. And then they show the replay. I go, damn, you know what? You're absolutely right. That sucks. But when I watch the Giants-Falcons game and they go for two and then for like the next six minutes I have to listen to Booger talk about how that was the wrong decision instead of talking about the game or the fact that they run a jet sweep on the one-yard line and Jason Witten goes, I actually understand the play call and I vehemently disagree with the television, I'm not trusting you anymore. I've always believed that you are in those positions because you see football at a different level than the, uh, the common human being. Phil can do that. You can do that. Collinsworth can do that. Romo can do that. Aikman can do that. Where they see the game and they diagnose it in a second and then they can explain it more. But as a fan, if I'm watching a game and I believe that I might see the game as well as you or maybe better than you, well, now you're a disservice. Because now you're making me question things that I know are not questionable. You're not enlightening me. You're dimming me, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, do you feel that way, too? It's not going to be as hard because you're political. Right. Let's no, wrap it sense. up here, guys. You're, I will, you're no. not as real as me. No. It's I, okay. Well, I, I will say this. They, it's, it's early on. And you know what? And maybe that's the reason we're so angry with Gruden. Not only is he, like, torn apart a franchise, traded all their stars for draft picks, but, like, we went from a Monday night football where I would stick around for the post game because I want to see who the Gruden grinder is, and John's going to show up, like, a seven-year-old clip of a turkey hole throw, and I'm going to learn something. And right now I watch Monday night football, and I'll, all I'm hearing is, and I just don't like it. All right, let's wrap it up here, guys. I'm going to go through the disagreements. We'll come over to left go for the locks, and then we'll finish it off. I like that I have more money on the the Patriots than you. We'll finish it I, off it in a really little GTL. Me. So, it, yeah, go ahead. It bothered me that he won up me on the Patriots. Oh, the hundred. Yeah. yeah, it really did. Because uh, I, I wanted to uh, one up you there. All right, guys. So disagreements this week while we're working on Not locks and GTL. Uh, left I got go, five. Left go. You are going with the Jaguars plus three. Sims took Philly minus You're going Bortles. <laughs> I'm going ten dollars. You're going a hundred. Yeah. Uh, Denver at KC. Sims went with Denver. Left go went with KC minus ten. And we have an extra twenty dollars action on that cash one. money. Tampa Bay at Cincinnati. I don't know why you guys picked this game to disagree. On uh, Tampa Bay plus four and a half for Sims. Left goes Cincinnati minus four and a half. 50 each. Jets at Chicago. Sims went with the Bears minus seven. Left go, you took the Jets plus seven. I went 10, you went 50. Right. And then into the afternoon games here. The last disagreement of the week San Francisco at Arizona. Sims going with the Niners minus one. And Left go took the Cardinals plus one. So on our disagreements, he, he can't help it. On he our does. disagreements, I have 10. 10, 50, 10, and 100. So in our disagreements, I I have 180 combined on our disagreements. Right. Your locks for this week. And I have more than that. Yeah. My locks, I am going to go Kansas City minus 10 against Denver. I am going to go Detroit minus 3 hosting Seattle. I am going to go... The Packers plus nine uh, at the Rams. And I'm going to go the Saints plus one in Minnesota. Hey, Lefko, you know what time it is? 
I do. It's time to go to Guaranteed to Lose Land. Fire up that funky music, Nick! We've got $20 on the game, but Sims doesn't care because he's still picking a Gicky Skeenum. You're hilarious. You can go now. Okay, I can go now. Thank you. Left go. Denver, welcome to Guaranteed to Lose. You're going to lose. Why? Because Kansas City's better, and Mahomes is awesome. I think you'll keep it close. Left go thinks you won't, but I think you keep it close. Nonetheless, you get the big L, like a L for Left go. Sorry. Speaking of L's, there's one franchise that should call themselves the Blounds. The Blounds? Oh, I like it. The Browns. Yes, you're not going into Pittsburgh. Black and yellow, black and yellow. Pittsburgh's motivated. They see a glimmer. They know that they have a chance in the AFC. And the Browns are going in the wrong direction. Sorry, Cleveland. I don't believe Lynn this week. There's nothing I like more than when Sim says he doesn't trust a game and then picks that team guaranteed to lose. Oh, the New York Giants. How can you trust that dumpster fire? Sorry. Even Phil Sim says you're going to lose this one, Giants. I don't know what the hell's going on there. You've abandoned the season. And Eli Manning's your quarterback. I just can't picture you winning. Sorry, New York Giants. Second thing I like is when Sims bets against a friend of the podcast, Sam Darnold. Prove him wrong. Oh, hey, stalker alert. Stay away from him, Sam. Left go is a stalker. Stage nine clear. Don't listen to what he says. But sorry, Jets. You're a good football team. You're going to be better next year. But the Bears are pissed off and haven't played good the last two weeks. You're going to lose. You know why? Because I said so. And the last one, I Combined $900 bet against this team. It is the Buffalo Bills. Bills, you're going to lose. I don't know what to say. You got two L's in your name. Bills, L-L-L-S. And then you're going to lose. It's Tom Brady. He's coming to town. Sorry. There's no freaking chance you're winning this game. Hashtag Tommy greater than Derek. Sorry. You lose. See you next week, Buffalo. That was Sims Turning Into a Robot, brought to you by H&M, the only video store run by a lot of people that you don't want to talk to. B&H. What were you laughing at there? Bill spelled B-I-L-L-L-S. Yeah, I added the extra L for Yeah, they the have loss. an L in Buffalo. Right. Oh, you're right. I forgot yeah, they do. Three L's, four L's if you add the L for the loss. Yeah. All right, night, so right? how do you feel about my locks? I don't feel good about them, dude. Any of them? No. Who would you have locked? The New England Patriots. I can't. I sorry. Okay, but what do you think about Detroit? Scary. Green Bay. Scary. I don't like any of these this week. I looked at all these lines and I was like, they're all dicey. Yeah, well, that doesn't help. I know, and that's what that's, our gambling show right. is. All right, guys, thank you as always. Uh, I'm gonna have Fendrick put this as an image out on Twitter tomorrow. Yep. You've had a lot of people asking. They want to keep track as the games are going on, so he's going to put out a picture of the spreadsheet with all of our bets. And Sims is only $10 behind. Can he catch me and surpass me? We shall find out. You can put out. my scores out there, too, if you want. Yeah, yes. you got them. It's right. all going out. Yeah. And don't forget to check out Sims on Sunday Night Football. We will take some screenshots, yep. as should you. We'll do some Sims memes before New Orleans versus Minnesota for Sims. Peace out, homies. Fendrick would say, Good evening, everybody. And the L-E-F-K-O-E man says, Holla at you later. Go Eagles. Beat the crap out of the Jaguars in the morning. Seriously. Seriously. 